together. Life. Life is the only thing we need. Rest in peace, little kid. And welcome into In the Mix with Mike, episode number 22 tonight. We are back. We here, baby. With my great co-host, as always, Jose. Jose, yeah, new yeah. setup in the embassy here tonight. New, new setup, new vibes. We we in for one tonight. I know. I think me and you are ready to go with this pod tonight. It's yeah, been yeah, a little me. bit, but uh, we're I here. We locked in. I, I like your music choice, bro. I like I like it, man. It's like you know, we in the building. We try to we try to start with a that with walk. a new intro, different different episodes. Though. Yeah, yeah, that walkthrough, man. That's that's feel like is. a celebrity. You feel like a wrestler coming out with your entrance music. But let's cook up, man. We got some we got some stuff to talk about tonight. Of course. So game three of the World Series is tonight. We previewed the World Series last Tuesday a little bit, and now we're here. Game three is in Philadelphia tonight. As me and you kind of expected, they split in Houston. That's all they had to do, bro. I I said I said Phillies in six, but I could see Houston kind of changing the series and winning in five. I'm very excited for Game Three tonight. We have Noah Syndergaard making the start tonight for the Phillies versus I think it's going to be McCullers for Houston. I think they're going to confirm that yeah, probably yeah. with us. Most likely. Yeah, I think obviously they they have a little bit more time here before they officially can lock in the starters. Not only that, they don't they don't want to go into Game Three. Down to one, so it's like we need this game. This is a very important game of the series. Like, yes, it is for both sides. Yes, so it it's is. like we need this one. This one puts us, you know, under what you call it. Like if Houston wins this game, momentum puts, changer. Yeah, it could definitely change the momentum. If Philly wins this game, is almost certain that they could definitely close out with that with that momentum and that crowd just on their back, bro. Philly's loud right now, bro. It's just the city. The state in general is like everybody's cheering for them, bro. Even if you're not a a Phillies fan, even if you're not a a Eagles fan, it's good to see the city winning, bro. So I feel like everyone is backing them. Yeah. Everybody wants the Phillies to win. I absolutely want them to win, also. Yeah. And I'm a Mets fan, so <laughs> I'm enjoying the energy. Like, let's go, Bryce Harper, baby. I know, and it's this is as you said, where Philadelphia kind of has found a way to put away series is. If you look at the last couple, Padres, 1-1, go back to Philly, win all three in Philadelphia. Atlanta Braves, 1-1, win the next two in Philadelphia. They haven't lost a game in Philly. They're 5-0. It's crazy that you mentioned that because Houston Houston hasn't lost a game either. Until game one. Until game one. And now this is their first game back home, and they could potentially lose it too. So it's a must win for them. I'm I'm really excited for this game because – it felt like on Saturday night. So if you go back to game one, we'll go back to game one. Justin Verlander and Houston started like kind of what I thought they would. Five nothing, Tucker hitting bombs, Verlander striking out the Phillies. And then all of a sudden the Phillies started turning it around. Down five nothing, right back to five five. Harper doing his part, Bone doing his part, JT doing his part. And you know how exactly how they did that? Yeah. The same way Houston finds ways to score. Yep. They steal, hit and run. Get on base. Exactly what the Yankees did. Yeah, <laughs> it's not looking for the long ball. So Philly can do that. They've been doing that throughout both these series. So it's like, all right, Houston had their momentum. They put up those five runs. They probably thought they had it in the bag. Yeah. Then Philly was like, all right, let's just get one blooper. Because that's how it starts, bro. It's just like yep. a bloop and a blast. Free play. And it's a whole brand new game. And that's exactly what happened. Line drives right over the second baseman. You know, singles, hit and runs, and, you know, you just keep the the, the train going. So yeah. it's like, let's not look for the long ball and strike out. 
but let's put the ball in play and, you know, advance each runner. Yeah. And that's exactly what you guys did. Then Remuto came in. And this is what he I, did. I He's was, playing phenomenal I think it right was now. top of the eighth. Uh, which one? The go-ahead home run for him? The go-ahead homer to opposite field. That was uh in 10, actually. That was in the 10th yeah, inning. 10, I know yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah, been yeah, a little bit yeah, since yeah, Friday, but that you're right. he just keeps on doing what he's doing. And then oh, the next, Phillies, I can't believe they took game one there. This this is this is what's fire about playoffs because it doesn't necessarily have to be your superstar. Yeah. They get you the big hit. Yeah. But who's going to step up and get that one hit yeah. or those two hits that, you know, changes the momentum or changes the whole dynamic of the game. Yeah. Bryce Harper was kind of quiet, you know. Romito stepped up and that's what he, he did. Him in. Yeah, so it's like one man down the next man up. And not for nothing like when you see a lot of these World Series it's like the not I wouldn't say no name players, it's just more like the guys the you want to expect. Yeah, yeah, those are the guys that come in and they just have a great series and they can win an MVP and win a chip for their team. Yeah. And it, so for for Muto to step up in that plate and get that go ahead homer in the tenth was you know it's crucial, and that's what Houston then piggybacked in game two. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They go up five nothing again, but this time the Phillies tried to make their comeback and didn't didn't go as good as it did in game one. Houston was able to find a way to even up the series. They won on Saturday night five two. For what it's worth. We were watching game one, going back to game one real quick. Verlander yeah. has never won a game in the World Series. Yeah, he's 0 for 7. Wow. Like, that is that is a stat but, that blew my mind. Not only that, but he's pitched through, what, three decades of, three different decades of World Series, I guess, now? I'll say two. I, I think ESPN said three because he was with the Tigers in 06. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So then, and yeah, then 06, 2000, and Yeah, just. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's that, dominant. And I even know, with right? A, even with a record like that. They still put him out there like, yo, you're our horse. You're going to go out there and get us, you know, win one. And he he was looking good at the beginning, you yeah. know. And then if, I think it was like the fifth inning came. Yeah, and that's and when the game just, just turned. turned it around. It's like, all right, let's get on base. Let's get hits. And let's keep advancing the runners. I, that's what that's what the Phillies did. But Houston did respond in game yeah, two. Yeah. Uh, we talked about momentum kind you of You know who's going to be the X factor? And I told you this was... Altuve has been fucking silent. Good. He was like over, over <laughs> what? Stand him. Over twenty five going into game two. He can't hit right now. And listen, but when he does hit, it that 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 lineup becomes even scarier. I know, but game he one was, the other night, he, he was just qu- couldn't get anything going. He was quiet for every series in the in the Yankee series. Straight ass. Yeah. He was like a non factor. Yeah. I said when he wakes up, his bat is gonna get scary. And that's exactly what happened. First inning, he starts off with a hit. It's like when he hits. He did have a better, yeah. Because yeah, you know what? He likes to steal bases. He got on he got on it with a hit. Yep. Got his stolen bases. Like, that puts pressure on the, on the pitcher. So, it's like, I got to pay attention to him. And I also don't want to advance a runner to put him in scoring position. Yeah. So, he hasn't been on the plate at first in a very long time. I know. But when he does, he changes the game. So, I think that was the X factor for game two. Yeah, I was going to say, for what it's worth, I'm saying he can't hit, but he, he did go three for 40 the other night in game yeah, two. Yeah. I'm just saying that sarcastically because he hasn't he didn't do anything in game one. Uh, he didn't do anything against the Yankees. 0 so. for 25, bro. <laughs> but it's amazing because we talked about momentum shifting. It felt like after game two, it was like, okay, like Houston kind of getting back. But like just today before – you know, we're over an hour away from the game starting. It just feels like the momentum's still back on Philadelphia just because the team's traveling in the Philly. 
I was there on Saturday night for the Flyer game, and that was amazing with the Phillies game going on and seeing how they were playing that on the big screen at the Flyers game, the emotion from the crowd, the then walking into the building at Wells Fargo Center, walking out of the building, seeing the fans at Xfinity Live going crazy for the Phillies. Yeah. The Eagles yesterday, we'll get into that later, but just how you feel involved. Yeah, and it's just it's cities like Philadelphia, how how dedicated they are to their you know, to their teams, the Phillies, the Eagles, the Flyers, the Sixers, and the Phillies really got a chance here. Like they they're this is going to be a great game tonight. I'm so yeah. excited. The emotion, and not only the emotion, I just think the energy in this and the hostility that Houston's going to have to face because they are that team that has a target on their back. Not they only. were the first team that came out in the cheating incident before the Red Sox. And even if you want to say the Red Sox, the Red Sox just have a bigger fan base to begin with. So yeah, the, yeah. Houston, the Nashers are that team everybody hates, and now you come into a hostile environment like Philly. Not only that, Philly, Here we go. Philly you know you're home for three games. You get to be with your kids. They can wrap it up, too. You you get to be at home. You yeah. wake up to breakfast with your family. Like, it's a different, you know, it's a different preparation when you're home. Yeah. And especially walking into these buildings where you couldn't hear a pin drop if it was possible. But the energy that the fans are bringing and just, like, everyone's talking about them on the radio, on ESPN. It's like, yeah, Philly's a place to be right now. Oh, it's it's gonna it be definitely is. It's gonna be fantastic. I'm super excited. Uh let's wait. I said here. I said Phillies in six, but I've also said, like I said, the Astros just like they did in game two, and if they would have just put game one away, because realistically Verlander, I think, should have kind of closed out game one, but that's the Phillies. Yeah. Who you got tonight? I I'll take the Phillies in this one. I still think the Astros may win game four, Phillies may win game five. I think the Phillies the only reason I will go, I'm not going with Houston today. I think it's hard to beat Houston three times in a row. That's where it's just like for me. I know they've never lost a game in Philly, and I know it's going to be hard, but that's tough to beat Houston three times in a row. I mean. Today I'll take the Phillies, though. I think beat first the game in Philadelphia. They beat the Padres three games in a row. I know, but and Padres a, and the Astros, though. You Darvish. I know, but I still. They had an amazing lineup, too. And, and your pitching rotation and your pitching staff went up there. And competed. So oh, yeah. Not taking anything the away. The Phillies play phenomenal in that series. The only thing I would edge Houston today, and I'm not saying they're going to win because I'm taking Philly tonight. Okay. But I will edge it to Houston just because I think McCullers has more experience and knows what he's doing versus Syndergaard, who hasn't been in this position before yeah. on such a big stage. So I will edge it to Houston because yeah. of McCullers, but I'm definitely going Phillies tonight. And that's – I. That's where I will also say it is a risky move going with Syndergaard. Yeah. Early, I get it. Game three, you get him out of the way in a sense. You don't want to maybe start him in game five where it could be even more crucial. But you got to think. So then tomorrow you would think it's probably going to go back in Javier's hand again because Verlander didn't look as good in game one. That's where I lean towards giving Javier more of an edge than Suarez in game four tomorrow night. But then when it comes back to game five, then the Phillies have the edge probably going with either Nola or Wheeler over Verlander and his statistics in the postseason. That's why I, I, I think this is going to go back and forth, but I'm super excited for yeah. this game. Just the this is gonna be the adrenaline, series. the atmosphere, the aesthetic, everything about it. I'm super pumped. 
There's nothing better than postseason baseball. It's not, bro. On the on the la- stars are made, bro. On the last on the last day of October. Happy Halloween too. Happy Jose. Halloween, right? It's, it's gonna be. I uh, had no costume this year. I'm sorry, guys. Hey, I didn't either. I and no, it's a little different, I guess. But hey, that's know. all right. This a lot of trick or treaters going on. So, you know, give a couple candies. Of course. Thank <laughs> you. But uh, so we're we're gonna watch that, and we will also have some shows throughout the week because. You know, three, four, five, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday this week. So yeah. we'll be locking into some some recaps of the of the games and whatnot. But MLB at the height right now in the finals at the World Series right now. We will shift from MLB. We're going to go into NFL a little bit. Uh, now, usually we'll do the recaps and run down all the games. This week we're going to do it a little different. We're going to highlight the bigger games of this week. Yeah. Um. So let's start off with Thursday night's game. We didn't preview it. Um. Some technical difficulties. We're gonna have Juan on the show, but some scheduling. But shout out to our boy Juan. He also yeah, got a, a big prom- big job coming his way. So we we, we were like ninety percent in, and then we had ran into that small issue. But I don't. We'll figure it out. I yeah. I I gotta give him. I gotta give him credit though. He's uh, he's Absolutely. got some big things coming ahead. So yeah. I think if he was gonna miss it, he missed it for the right reason. Not though. only that, he gives us a lot of information behind the scenes that you know we yeah. can provide to our. Our listeners and stuff, so we definitely got to give him the credit. Of course, and we're definitely gonna have him on the episode. It was ninety nine percent locked in and small difficulty, but yeah. we get him. Yeah, the uh, the the Nissan man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> also, yeah, yeah. good tribute to that. But shout out to Juan. Uh, he'll be back with us very soon. But NFL on Thursday, like I said, the Ravens played the Buccaneers and looked like. Tampa Bay was starting to play like themselves again early in the game. Lamar Jackson couldn't really get anything going for the Ravens. Tom Brady started throwing the ball a little bit, and then all of a sudden that just went out the window, and the Ravens started looking like the Ravens have throughout the year. And they came back and beat Tampa Bay on the road. They won this one by a final of 27-22. to 22. Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are 3-5 and five this year. Yeah. On Friday then, he was official that he is in divorce now with his, his, yeah, his ex-wife now. Yeah. Um, what the hell is going on with Tom Brady and the Buccaneers? We thought last week they were bad after losing to the Panthers and going three and four. They're three and five now, and the Falcons are in first place in that division. It's, what what is going on? It's tough to win. Uh, how would I say this? It's tough to win a season when the main player on that team. His head is just not there, bro. And we can see yeah. it. There's a lot of frustration. We've never seen, well, we've seen it before, but Brady's temper tantrums and his anger is truly showing. Yeah. So something's definitely affecting him. And, of course, we know what's going on. But if he's not there, that whole thing doesn't work. Yeah. And that and that's really, I think, what, that's what, what it comes it, down to. Yeah, yeah. That's what it boils down to, like, He's not a hundred percent there, and if he's not a hundred percent there, then that 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 whole dynamic, that, yeah, yeah, it's just not there, bro. Yeah, and that's the thing with with Tom Brady. He brought the Buccaneers a ring, and and not only that, he almost got them back there last year. You know, for kind of every all the troubles going on, but it feels like you said this is this is way out of football. This is that deeper. is coming in the football, I think, now. It's way deeper than we yeah. know or can expect. And, you know, you take a situation like a divorce is like, 
that's tough to go through. That's the mother of his children too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's been with this woman for very long. He loves this this woman, and for some reason we don't know what's going on. We don't know yeah. the backstory. We don't know what happens behind closed doors, and that's none of our business. Yeah. So, the only thing we could judge is what's happening on the field, and clearly, what's happening on the field is just it's not good. It's no. not Brady like. No. And the media's gonna tear you up. Your fans are going to tear you up. Yeah. And, and then it, it puts you in a question. It's like, Brady, what are you What are you trying to prove still? Like, why are you still here? Yeah. Is this the way you want to go out like, like this? Because it, it's bad, bro. It looks really, really bad. We've never seen Brady in a position like this. Like, three and five? You're not making the playoffs. He's he's behind the Falcons in that division. Yeah, that just, Falcons like, stink. blows my mind to think about that. Like, that's when I can't you know it's bad. It. That's yeah. when you know it's bad. And I think I think it's it's a hundred percent everything going on off off the field and it's coming into football right now, which is really surprising. But I guess really the question for you is do you think he should have came back? Yes. Even at it, the cost of his family in this? Because I think if he stayed retired, I don't think this would have happened. Actually, for, that, I, I know for I, a fact believe, it probably wouldn't have happened. I believe that also, but we also don't know. Yeah, I guess, but... We don't know. Probably, what if his marriage wasn't picture perfect and he needed an escape? So he decided to take another run. Because this is, this is his passion. This is what gets him away from everything. Like, this is where he can lock in and be godly and be the best of the best. Mm. And, you know, he does, He feels like, you know what, I still have it in me. Like, I can still compete at a high level. Yeah. Why not? So we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. He that's, This could be his escape. And now... That's a good point. I never even thought about it like that. So I, I, it's, it's tough because at the end of the day, we don't know what's going on. Yeah. So it leaves us, in like, on a cliffhanger. Like, is he happy? Is he not happy? But... I I'm, I for sure know that he's not happy with his performances. I was going to say, and that's the thing, too, because, like, everything that you said, I, I didn't even think about it. But you're 100% right. I guess I didn't even think about it because he just looked frustrated out there, you know? I guess if he was still having a good time and the Bucks were, you know, 7-1 and one right now and they're winning games, it's like, you know, he'd look like probably the hero in this, in a sense, yeah. too, because it's like, there he is just doing what he always does and just chasing his dream. And not only that, I guess his, his, his wife wasn't there to, you know, to fully go through with that. But you're seeing still him have that success that he's always had, you know, and being Tom Brady. But the fact that now, not only that, that he's losing, you know, his, his family in this and everything, that he just looks miserable out there. It looks like that that joy of football that brought him, it was a collective of, of having a balance in life. And now it feels like that's thrown off a bit. His yeah. frustration is like at an all time high too. It's like, yeah, he's breaking shit. He's slamming shit for sure. He's tossing iPads. He's kicking shit. It's like, you can definitely see the frustration in him. Yeah. And we're, we're sitting here thinking like, it's like back on week two, when they were two and zero beating the saints, I was like, he's throwing tablets everywhere. And yeah. like, he looks frustrated. People are noticing his face and the time that he was off from the team. There's been a lot of speculation about the Dolphins were, you know. And Brady's a very private person. Like, yeah, we trying. never know about, like, bad things. Like, 
I'm not going to say he's had done bad things because we don't know. But, you know, his his image has always been sparkling clean. Like, like he, a, He's like the a, GOAT, yeah. He's, a, he's like picture a, perfect, yeah. He's like a Jeter. Like, you know, we don't have outside controversy. We don't have outside scandals. You know, we come, perform, do our job, be the best of the best, and represent a brand. Yeah. And now it's just like, bro, everything is just shaking up. And it looks bad. And, like, this is like, all right, I'm losing at home. I'm losing on the field. And people are questioning, should I retire? Should I have come back? Now you have more to prove. And when you have more to prove and the success is not there, you become psycho. And that and that's so, like, crazy to think about. Me and you were just talking about it the other day about, like, time is catching up to, yeah. you know, Tom Brady. And, oh, we got some breaking news. The oh, Philadelphia nice. Phillies game tonight against the Houston Astros, game number three, has been postponed due to rain. They will play game three now on Tuesday night, tomorrow night. So game three of the World Series tonight has been postponed due to rain. That's whack. Wow. And I was going to say, looking at the rest of the week for weather, it doesn't look uh, too bad. I think it's going to be like in the 70s throughout the week. Um Unexpected rain. Okay, so now from Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we'll go from Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. It has been really raining all day. Well, not all day, but that one's already canceled. They're not gonna play. So back to Brady, bro. It's like yeah, but back to yeah, back to Tom Brady and and kind of what I was saying the other day. Just like Father Time does catch up, like you said, even like Tom Brady, think, Aaron Rodgers, and yeah, they they're in. You see what that is like? They're just like with LeBron, well, bad yeah, team. Exactly. That's KD, you don't know who's a star. You don't. It's like everything is just the cards are not laying the way that they want them to be laid. Yeah. It's like everything is against them right now. But that's Rogers struggling, Brady struggling. Yeah. That's my that's my point too. Is like me and you talked about the other day about you know. Maybe it's not so much age with Brady, and maybe it's a lot of the personal. Let me let me get that. It, maybe it's the personal matters going on off the field that may be affecting his play. Maybe it's not age with Rodgers. Maybe it's just the wide receiving core. You know, mm-hmm. isn't isn't there? LeBron, I don't need to start on him. It's just there. He's got nobody with him to help him. Like we're, he's not looking bad at all, right? So I think it makes me question because me and you had this conversation the other day. It's like maybe it's not in terms of like what they're doing specifically, maybe it's a lot of around them, you know, to to win at a high level and to win throughout your career. There has to be a lot of pieces that go along with it. Now, I'm not trying to take that away from them, but I guess my question is you to you is like, we talked about Michael Jordan who won just enough and went away at the right time where it felt like he retired and yes, he came back with the Wizards. But everybody kind of was like... Nobody remembers that. Yeah, nobody remembered. Nobody even thought at the time he was going to be the same player either. He you know, there was he was out of his prime. He was coming back... Just for the fun of it. Exactly. So do you think, like, maybe going future, and I know we're talking so far from now, but do you think that an athlete should take more into the consideration of what they're going to achieve to leave a more, you know, maybe... A, a bigger legacy to go away at the right time. Like, I don't think athletes really think about that. Like Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, LeBron James, they're not thinking about going away and worried about the legacy. They're trying to still compete. But for you as a fan and as, you know, somebody that could be a critic of an athlete, 
I think it's different now because that's why I posed that question with Tom Brady. Did he, you know, should he have came back? You know, like I, I, I say it's different now because there's way more money involved. See, when when Jordan was exiting, players wasn't getting paid forty, fifty million dollars a season. So I'm pretty yeah. sure if he could have came back for a higher price, he would have came back. Brady and these these athletes, they have a lot of money on the table. They have a lot of sponsorships yeah. on the table. Those decisions doesn't just like you said, it's not just based off you. The, the team that you have around you that you built and the the brand that you build, they have to feed off of you. You're 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 at the top of the food chain. Like everything comes down to you. So if you decide yeah. to just walk off, where do you leave everyone else? Understand? It's like you got to take into perspective, like, I feed a lot of people. So a lot of players continue to play, you know, for for the money. Oh, it's not. Wow. That was a Michigan State, Michigan. But you're, yeah, I mean, that's a great point, though, because with how big contracts are, and yeah. yeah, not only the team, but your endorsement deal for, you know, Tom Brady, it's Under Armour for, yeah. You know, LeBron James is Nike for Aaron Rodgers. I think it's Adidas as I'm well. I'm pretty sure Brady could have retired a couple of years ago if he wanted to, but yeah, there's probably still so much more on the table that he just you just he, can't brand, just walk yeah. away like that. Like I'm pretty sure I know for sure he's set. Like he's set. Oh, yeah. His family's set. His kids are set. Yeah. But the wheel, you're you're the oil to a well-run oil machine, and people need you. So I'm pretty sure on them was like I think we could go one more year. Yeah. Or his or whoever's around him, his Tampa like I think you could go one more year. Mm. And then just him fighting his 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 ego to keep doing more like you're just adding more fuel to the fire. Yeah. So it's harder to walk away. I think that even with Jordan too, and if you watch the last dance, he was like I would have went back for seven. It just kind of happened where that was the last season. And that probably even helped his legacy even more that this was going to be the last one. He went out as a winner, yeah. you know? And I guess, like, maybe it's not so much your age catches up with you. And maybe, obviously, it does in terms of your physical attributes and how you move is not going to be the same as you, you know, grow older. But maybe it's not so much, you know, the downplay of your of your craft in a sense of, your you know, your performance. But it's also a lot of things around you. Because, like, we mentioned LeBron. He doesn't look like he's playing bad right now. He's going for just about 30 every game. Russell Westbrook's a problem, so his teammates are the problem, you know. Same with Brady, it's the same like I think there's a there's there's more of a factor to I think what is going on. So I th- I feel like as time progresses like an yeah. athlete's life isn't always going to be I think easy. Yeah, it's not going to be perfect just because you know, an athletes winning championships and everything and making a lot of money that I I feel like in life can't have everything always. It's I like, think something catches up at one point. You know how they they throw around the phrase like "oh, father time." I don't think that father time has gotten to him, yeah, particularly. But the league keeps getting faster, stronger, and better for LeBron, yeah. for Brady, for KD, for Aaron Rodgers. Yep, the league there's just more talent. Yep. The league is getting faster, stronger. So you may have the capability to perform. At that very high level, but you know, those guys are younger, they're stronger, they're faster, so it's way harder. Mm. I don't think 
the time has caught up to them yet because LeBron doesn't look like he's no. lost a step. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't know if Brady I don't, doesn't look like he's lost a step. Yeah, I think Rogers. It's, I think you said a great point. Is like when you're at that that level and when you are that in that position, and so so few are. You know, we're talking about a handful of athletes. It's hard here. to walk away from that. You're you're feeding a lot of people, like you said, and I think that's where it's like it kind of just consumes you, you know, because mm-hmm. like Brady's situation. His ex-wife now didn't want him to go another year. Well, now you're in a situation where you want to do something, but you know someone that important to you doesn't. Now you're left in a decision that affects your game, and that look at Kobe. Kobe that adds to it. Yeah, Kobe took forever to retire. It, it literally yeah. took his body to physically break down for him. Literally, to be like, all right, you know what? It's time. Look at D Wade. Yep. It's like it's hard to walk away from this. Yeah, that's it's, what I'm saying. Like it's it's very hard. And and that's the thing I think like obviously everybody's going to remember your accomplishments. Yeah. But I feel like we live in a society it's like the latest, like the yeah. last thing or the you know what the, the new of the new, you know, is like is talked about a lot. Mm-hmm. And like right now for Tom Brady, maybe not in 3 years when we look back at this, you know, we may not remember this in 5 years or 10 years we'll look back and we'll remember Tom Brady on the Patriots as always, right? Yeah. But it it feels like right now it just feels like the ship is it's sailing. Yeah, it it definitely feels like that cliff that Max Kellerman and his dumbass used to say back in the day. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say it because I never bet against Tom Brady, and it it wouldn't surprise me if he put the Buccaneers on his back now from this after getting an official and take him to the playoffs. But right now, end of October, it does not look good for yeah, yeah. for the Buccaneers. He needs to check out. So that was we we. Talked about Brady and we talked about Rodgers there. The Green Bay Packers just they could not compete with the Buffalo Bills last night. That was another big primetime game. The Buffalo Bills defeated look, the Packers look, last look, night. What I just mentioned. Yep. The league is getting faster, stronger, Go ahead. and better. Shout and out look, your boy. Look who he loses to. Josh Allen. These are the future yep. of the league. Yep. This guy is he can compete with you at your prime. Yeah. So it's not like you could just stampede over these young guys anymore. At the quarterback position in the NFL today, mm-hmm. they're studs up there, bro. They're elite quarterbacks. Yeah. So all they're just missing is a couple pieces and some experience. And these are Super Bowl winning quarterbacks. I know. That's, that's Josh Allen is going to win a Super Bowl. He, he definitely has to. Lamar Jackson is going to win a Super Bowl. He, they both need to, you know, for how yeah. much talent they have. I Absolutely. think what, what Josh Allen and— Patty Mahomes could continue to win Super Bowls. Of course, of course. And I think we're going to start judging Patrick Mahomes on him not winning rings. I think that's going to start— at that level yet? Oh, yeah. I think last year we need to—we still need to revisit that AFC Championship game. They were up 21-3 to on the Bengals. And that's that's really where and you mentioned the Bengals, Joe Burrow, you know, another young quarterback Absolutely. that got him there. I think it's very impressive though, going back to Josh Allen, what the Buffalo Bills have built. They're six and one right now. The connection between Allen and Diggs is there. Not only that, that place is a tough place to play. Their defense yeah. was working. Green Bay tried their bet, and they didn't even come close. They lost by ten in this game, but the Bills look good. And I I really thought Aaron Rodgers was gonna surprise me there. Like, it's like, right? it's I, like it's I, I thought he was gonna go on the road and and shut him down a little nah, bit. You know what it but is. But the Bills, like, I'll, I'll give them the flowers. You've been saying it. You know what it is. It's like it's like the new kids on the block, the young. Yeah. It's weird though, because we the Bills back in the day, ten years ago, my like my friend Alex Rafus, I 
back in fifth grade used to give them such a hard time about the Bills because they just they look weren't good. And now look at them. Look at the Chiefs. Yeah. Oh my God. They for a while there they were they were gone out the picture. Yeah, they were terrible. That's amazing how it works. Look, look at what two years of uh, what you call it. What's his name? Oh God, I, I'm so sorry. The Bengals? Are we going back no. to Cincy? Your Philly, boy Joe Philly, Brown? Philly, Philly. Oh I'm yeah, so the sorry. Eagles. Well, the Eagles, they always, they, it's either good or bad with them. <laughs> they're, they're always down. But you but look, look at Pop. But look what a great young quarterback can do to a franchise. Yeah. Look what young stars do, and that's what you're competing against all the time. So it's not as easy as it once was. Yeah. Where you just have average quarterbacks on average teams like Brady on his, on his. 15 year run where he was just dominating his division yeah. there was nobody to compete with him that was <laughs> he had Sanchez that like won two times but besides that he was winning that every year yeah it's not it's not the same anymore everywhere you go in the division there's a five star recruit five star elite quarterback yeah and it's so now you gotta just work harder you mentioned you mentioned these young quarterbacks your boy Joe Joe Barrow Joey Barrow right there since we got no game three, we might as well look at this one. The Cincinnati Bengals play the Cleveland Browns here on Halloween night. No chase for the next yeah, four yeah. to six weeks. But the Bengals That's got tough. it back to four three. Do you think they continue that success tonight on the road in Cleveland in a rivalry game? I like how they went both teams orange and yeah, because not black, but for Halloween, it's cool. <laughs> yeah, that is dope. Yeah. The irony of that, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> but like I said, you know, Dublin and Dino what I said about the young quarterbacks, I feel like Joe Burrow could get it done. It doesn't just come down to one receiver. Great quarterbacks make good receivers, and they find the open man. Yeah. And they complete the the plays. They move the chains, and they find ways to score. Yeah. He can find ways to score. He's an elite quarterback. Exactly. He got to the Super Bowl one year after his injury. Yeah. Beat a, a lot of great teams. Yep. And, you know, he fell short at the Super Bowl, but he's, he's tasted that already, so mm-hmm. he know what it feels like. Now I know I, I got to get back. With the Bengals? That's how yeah. I feel about Josh Allen. Like, yeah. He just keeps getting closer and closer and closer. I f- and eventually he's going to cash in. I feel like the Bengals are also like the Bills. They're in it for the long haul. I yeah, think they're yeah. going to be like a really – I think we're going to start seeing like these contenders year in and year it's out kind of start. The league is not going to be dominated by just like two or three teams anymore. Like, yeah. There's enough talent and, and good players to go out there and compete any season. So it's just not a, a gimme or a freebie anymore. Yeah. I I think that the Bengals are going to win this game tonight. Now well, I'm going to look into this one a little bit more now that the uh, the Phillies game is, is pushed back to tomorrow. But I think the Bengals, even without Chase, they have wide receivers like Boyd. You know, they have mm-hmm. wide receivers like Higgins. They have Mixon in the backfield. And just seeing the confidence of Joe Burrow that got yeah. them to the Super Bowl last year on the road, knockout Tennessee, you know, handle the Raiders, the first wild card game, and then come back 21-3, as I alluded to earlier, against the Chiefs. He has a confidence and a swagger about Joe Burrow that I feel like the Bengals are in it for the long haul. And even though they're off to a little, you know, shaky start, they're still 4-3. and three, And I feel like he's able to ride the ship and get them to where they need to oh, be. Oh, he definitely can. Like a game like tonight on the road in Cleveland, hostile environment. The Browns need this game to try to save their season. I feel like Joe Burrow is where he's... He puts him away. I feel like, it's yeah, a he, he can use Boyd. He can use Higgins. Chase, if, you know, this could be a good thing in the long run for the Bengals. Give Chase some time off, rebuild his body, get him ready for the second half of the year for the playoffs. Not only that, this actually tests your your coaching, too. Yeah. Your staff, right? We lose such a, a key 
player in our offense, how do we fix that? How do yeah. we compensate for him not being there? What plays do we draw? What plays do we call up yeah. in certain scenarios to, you know, move the ball and give plays to the quarterback to, to complete? So everyone's here's job is important and everyone's gonna be tested. Yep. I'm I'm really excited to see with Joe Burrow. I, I love watching him. He's so poised in the pocket and He's, makes a lot of great decisions. So. He doesn't stress it too much, you know. Stay poised, stay calm. Yeah. Move on to the next play. As ESPN proudly showing the Philadelphia Eagles going to 7-0. and Yes, sir. We'll transition to that game. They handled the Steelers as I thought they would. 35-13. Uh, to 13. A.J. Brown had a monster day yesterday. Bro. Three TDs. He was looking oh, like... Oh, no, no, no. There he goes. Yeah, there he right, goes. Right, at, right on cue. He was just pointing out Steelers defenders that just couldn't keep him. Uh, keep track of him, as I should say. He was ripping the ball away from Mika Fitzpatrick. A.J. Brown is that man. He Absolutely. is that guy. We've been saying it. It's been a great move the Eagles made in the offseason. I think the iron here is this this morning. I don't know if you caught it on Twitter. He said, of course, the league would send me a drug test like the of morning course. after he had three TDs. But for what it's worth, the Eagles are 7-0. and They're going on the road to play the Houston Texans this Thursday. Funny enough, now we got the Phillies and Astros game five Thursday. And now... Houston versus <laughs> Eagles, Texans. What Philadelphia's gonna go crazy on Thursday? But mm-hmm. what do you think about the Eagles? They keep on moving seven and zero. Jalen, what, what more can you say? He's making throws yesterday, to AJ Brown. That were over what the top can, dimes. Like, if if AJ Brown is hot and you know he's cooking his defender, keep going to him. Yeah, keep going to him. I cooked him the first time. Cooked him the second time. Cooked him the third time. Like, why wouldn't I continue to feed you? Yeah. Just keep that's if it's not broken, don't fix it. It's, it's working. Just yeah. go get it. And the Eagles are outscoring. It's amazing how the Eagles are kind of developing in the season because they look like the best team in football because of not only the way that they're playing, but the way they're winning games is very consistent. Mm-hmm. They not start the that. game in the first quarter, feeling out opponents. It's usually like close, tied. Second quarter comes, the Eagles usually blow out the games. They just flat out take the second quarter and just outscore them. I think the coaches, are they have those plays in the stash. Like, Sirianni? Yeah. Yeah, they have those go-to plays. Like, we know we can score on this. Yeah. All right, we're not going to show them that so early. Yeah. Because you don't want to give your defense, no. you know, those plays so quick. And when they need to go to those plays, you know. They make they them happen. They them and they, they score and they score fast and they score exciting. That's why... Is more fun to watch because yeah, you can score, but three touchdowns to one receiver and he's mossing two guys at the same time. Mika Fitzpatrick, he's yeah, yeah, that's that's, a, that's that, a grown ass. It's that's exciting. A, one of the best players in the league right now. It's exciting and the players, you know, they come together, they celebrate. Yeah, it's fire. Like the energy is definitely there. You seven and zero. You're scoring on everyone. You're lighting everyone up. You got to keep running with that mm-hmm. with that fuel. Yeah, we the big dogs. Y'all gotta come see us. And and that's like I said, they they start the game off like dipping dot past the yeah, Goddard, yeah. you know. And it's like screen, a reoccurring thing to Devontae like Smith. Week. Yeah, and then the second quarter, you just start seeing Jalen Hurts throw a bomb to AJ Brown, it's like they throw they a bomb to Devontae Smith, and then in the second half, they usually like most time the opponent comes back because the Eagles are like, you turn on the switch. We're good, we're gonna. Uh, we know what we got to do. Let's 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 clock in. Yeah, they their defense. It, it's great about their defense on the other side of the ball because they let Hassan Reddick just go after the quarterback. And Slay Junior, he's a dog. That's bro. what I'm gonna say. You put Slay back there. Bradbury's back there. 
Gardner Johnson's talking more shit on the sideline, and we love that. He's like he's fitting perfectly into it, the Philadelphia culture. But I gotta give a shout out to Hassan Reddick. He is a dog. He's having a you year. Guys- not only that, we just got the guy from the Broncos as well last week. Like the Eagles are here to play. It is Super Bowl or bust for the Eagles this year. They look on top. They look good. They I think health is the biggest thing with the Eagles. I've said it all yeah. year. Yeah, they don't have holes in yeah in any of their their positions really. But it's gonna come down to you guys. Got to beat those big teams. You got to go out there and beat those yeah those strong defenses. So you know, still early in the season. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll see what happens when you know. The opportunity presents itself. As of yeah. right now, you're the best team in the NFL. You have the best record. Yep. Y'all look good. <laughs> look. I know. Y'all styling and profiling. Nobody could take that away from you. So Right there. You see it. Jalen Hurts. Rock out. 19-28, 285, and career high four touchdowns. Didn't have a rushing touchdown yesterday, so he's showing off. Kind of. Got to be versatile. Yeah. That's what that. makes it harder for the defense. Like, yo, he's throwing the ball now. Yeah. So now what happens? Those play actions come, and you get those sweeps. And then you can run the ball, you draw those draw plays. Everything. And it just works out because you don't know what to expect. Yeah. That's why I'm saying that coaches probably have that stash where they just go into. Like, yeah. What we practice all week, we don't show them early in the game. We're going to go to that when we need to. I love it. It's time to clock in. Mm-hmm. And when they clock in, they're, they're scary offense. I love it. And they're, they're showing it. And the Eagles are 7-0. and The New York Giants will transition to the last game. We'll recap here. Tough loss, man. Tough, Tough loss. loss. I, Go to six and two. Honestly, I don't have too I'm not much. Mad. To say. Yeah, I don't have too much I'm to say mad. on the Giants. They went on the road. They hung in there the best they can. I have to give a shout out to the Seahawks. Yeah. Five and three. Geno Smith is throwing the rock. Yeah. Petey Carroll's got the they them looking great. great. For him. Yeah. Without Adams even being there defensively, they're playing hard. They're getting to the ball. Seattle's a team that could win that division. I think they got a great chance. Geno Smith has confidence and. They look tough at home, as always. That's all you need as a quarterback, really. A little bit of confidence. Mm. Well, a lot of confidence. And for your coach coach to back you. Once you know your coaches back you and your teammates back you, there's nothing that can really stop you if everyone makes the right plays and do the job that they're out there to do. If everyone gets their job done, we win games. And that's what they're doing. They're finding the right plays. Defense gets stops when they need to. They drive down the ball when they need to, and they score. Yeah, they beat it. They beat a great Giants defense. Yeah, the Giants battled and battled, and they just kept pushing. Third and one, or three and two, and they 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 convert. Can't turn the ball over special teams. The Giants. Yeah, exactly. And I I don't also know why you got rid of your boy Tony wide receiver. The Chiefs got him for a third round pick. Some, I don't get that. I thought he was a he 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 could. Do some things for the Giants. On Something's the coming court. behind that. We don't know yet. I but know. Hey, we'll see. We're still six and two. Yeah. I didn't. Pre- I didn't. I wouldn't. If you were to ask me week one, like I said, I would have never <laughs> said that six six and two right now. Yeah. But I'll take it. We're still yeah. fighting. I think you guys have to buy next week, if memory serves me. Yeah, you guys have to buy, and then I think you guys come back, uh, prior to the matchup for the th- before the Cowboys against the Texans. I think that's who you guys come back against. So we'll I mean. See. Should be able to. If you guys spank them up, and then we'll come back and spank them up too. <laughs> well, that that one's in New Jersey, so we'll we'll see. Maybe uh, the NFC East is strong, man. We got to go to a game this year, by the way. We definitely do. They're strong. Maybe look into that, but uh, hey, we'll see what the Giants could do, and just kind of recapping shortly, and maybe more of an in-depth week of yeah, the yeah, NFL. More, more of our, our own particular yeah. picks, like that we wanted to 
really dig into. Yeah. So that kind of we're gonna recap, you know, sports more throughout the week and and dive more into the World Series and and more to come. But we're gonna transition from sports to music. Um, last week in terms of dropping, there wasn't a ton of music that dropped. Taylor Swift. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, and Riri also shout out Riri. Of Did course, she drop. Yeah, she dropped that single. I think it was. It had something to do with the Black Panther. I don't know if they're making like a a new one or something. It's like a are. soundtrack. Yeah. But uh, Riri, I don't really pay attention to soundtracks because I feel like those those songs are are particularly written for a specific yeah. reason. So yeah, that's not technically the artist. That's just you know promotional purposes. So that's not a track like I would go look for like the whole little baby track for yeah. the Budweiser commercial. That was like super mid. It was trash. I didn't like Tears it. for Fears on there. Yeah, yeah. That, that shit was <laughs> trash. Like, but you can tell like that song was written for a particular yeah situation or particular promotion of some some sort. But I don't look for those yeah soundtracks shit. Like that's not my and we didn't cup of tea. we didn't get the Drake and Twenty One Savage drop last week. Yeah. Producer, I think now that everything producer, is unfolded, but it was COVID. Yeah, now that everything is unfolding because last week he stated that they weren't gonna drop because. One of his producers called COVID. COVID, yeah. And now there's like a that little thing is like the butterfly effect. Him getting sick changed the whole dynamic of people dropping their albums. Yep. Now everyone's pushing back. Yep. So How do you feel about that? What's up? Talk to me. So we had not only that, but now they got on the cover of Vogue too. Yeah. I don't know if you you peeped that, but that just happened to to work out perfectly. With this hype, I definitely have to say now that it's gonna definitely be more than four tracks. Uh, yeah, honestly, well, I said I think six. I think would be a good reasonable number. At this point, it's probably gonna be more, bro. Because now, if people are pushing their album back, I wouldn't necessarily think that they'll push their album back just for four tracks of. Oh yeah. Twenty one and Drake. I said this six. It may go ten. You this know? has got to be like a what a time to be alive type that shit. That would be crazy. So not only that, we're getting we're getting two Drake albums this year. That's kind of crazy to think about. That's crazy. I, I'm I'm ready to go. Obviously, we'll probably we'll record again prior to that dropping. But in terms of artists kind of switching around their schedule, a boogie. Uh, you sent this to me today. Yeah, I sent that text. I seen it. I'm like, no way. He just posted. Yeah, that. he. You know what? It really was brave. Two man. hours before you. Shout out. We talked about Juan. Shout out Juan. This is our producer. He had that locked in. Like maybe three minutes after a boogie posted at like two thirty, and I was at work, so he texted me, and he was just like, "Sorry, but the album dropping in December now. Drake was dropping same day, and I'm not with that hashtag hoodie season." I love it personally. I think this is. I respect the honesty about it. I love it. I love it. I, I'm really excited for this album. I posted it on my Instagram last week. I'm super excited. We looked at the track list. Me, yeah, yeah. you know, versus myself and an artist versus a boogie like that. That concept and everything is going to be awesome. I think the honesty, the transparency with a boogie to just be like, you know what, I'm not going to compete with that. Not only that, Drake's you know brother to him and Twenty One Savage. You know, I'm gonna listen to their music i'm not gonna step on anybody's toes in the rest of november i'm just gonna drop in december not only that drake so i, I, I like it the first time that a boogie performed in new york yeah was because of drake yep he brought him out of one of his shows so like yeah that's one of his idols like yep. he really looked up to drake so i don't necessarily it's like let me ask you like do you think it's more like shit i can't drop because drake is dropping or is it more as like drake is dropping but I really want my fans to indulge my album, so I'm gonna wait because I've I've waited so long to drop this, and I don't want any like outside source 
to like really tarnish or like messes up for me. Like I took two to three years to do this project. Yeah. And it could be all swept away by one album or one release from another artist such as Drake yeah. and 21. So where do you think his head is at? Is it more like I don't want to drop where Drake is at or I just want my shit to be listened to specifically for me? Like this is my time. Yeah. Um, I would say being as big of an of an A Boogie fan as I am, I would say this has been over a year in preparation for because he dropped the six tracks. That's like the EP last last year. I would say it's a little bit of both. There's a respect level to yeah, Drake so. dropping, you know, because if Drake and Twenty One Savage drops, that's that's those are heavy hitters. Nobody else is listening to anything else until. But- Saturday, Sunday, so your album's suffering in sales. Not only that, if Drake and 21 Savage, like, it's Drake and 21 Savage giving us a collab album. If anything's like Jimmy Cooks or What a Time to Be Alive, nobody's streaming any other music for a while That's after a that. That's a so, fact. Not only that, he puts this on his story, and it's, he's got the emojis because he knows. It's like, yeah, you know what? That didn't happen. I'm just going to wait. Wait That's a month. Just- wait a month. We, we're going to push everything back. I'm not going to step on anybody's toes. And I think it's it's even it's even a chance for him to perfect a couple things. Maybe he's just like, you know what, I'm gonna tweak this, I'm gonna tweak that, or I'm just gonna, you know, take the time to just do what I've been doing. Cause I don't think he was scheduled to go on tour. I looked at concert dates for me and you going, by the way. Yeah, yeah. If I get tickets, you're coming with me. We're going we to movie for sure. That's my boy. So like he wasn't scheduled to go on tour till next year. So I don't think he would have done anything different except just release it and then obviously make you know, the moves from there in terms of maybe I'll throw in a concert date, maybe I'll do a listening party. So I think it just gives him allow allows him to have more time with it and, and show the respect for Drake and Twenty One Savage with yeah. it. Um for possible even like a future collab there, you know? Um oh, for sure. But I think it just it overall is best for everyone and including yeah. him. I think it's just a good move across the board. I, I like when artists bet on themselves as like even yeah. though you're dropping, I'm gonna still drop. Yeah. But I respect the fact that, you know, he didn't give us a bullshit lie. The honesty. Or bullshit yeah. excuse. He was literally straight he came up. up like, he said, yo, yeah. listen, I know who I'm competing with. Yep. That's a heavy hitter over there, bro. Yeah. When Drake drops, no one drops. Yep. The only man that can do that is Kanye. Yeah. And we can definitely say Kendrick. I think they can. Kendrick Cole. I think those those four, Kendrick Cole. Yeah. Yay and Drake could all drop on the same week. I would also say Trav. Travis too. Yeah, he's yeah. big enough. There's only a handful dro- of people. Maybe that Uzi, maybe no. Future. No. No? No. Future, probably, but Future. Uzi dropped though? That would be no. crazy. We get an Uzi album like the Pink Tapes. You think Uzi drops, you think Uzi could get hit 500K the same week that Drake drops? Impossible, bro. I don't know. He dropped. <laughs> this is where Uzi comes in. He dropped uh, I Want to Rock or something like that, which There's was no okay. Way. There's no way, bro. It but, just can't happen. Well, just to give you perspective, he dropped that single, and the next day on TikTok, it was everywhere. And I was like, holy. Like, it was the number one song streamed. I think it was uh, last week or two weeks ago, whenever it was. But I think maybe him, and also because a lot of people have been waiting for the Pink Tapes for so long. Maybe Cardi, Playbook Cardi comes to my head just because of his following and how long people have waited for his projects. But when Drake and 21 Savage dropped this week, that could be... I'm, I don't even know what to say. I'm just really excited for that project. Um, you mentioned Kanye. Yes. 
since last week was a, s- a slower week on music, and we'll dive into more of the Kodak Black once me and you kind of go through with it. I really like the first half of it, but Kanye... That album is fire, bro. I, I really like and it. And I haven't listened to it completely, like yeah. a full listen. Yeah. But it's been my choice of album to put on Yep. since Friday in the car. Me too. You know, listening to music in your car is like the best way to indulge and really like yeah. dissect the album. Yep. That shit is hard, bro. It's tough. Kodak is... He's talking his shit, bro. It, it sounds like dying to live yeah. a little bit. And, and that album he's rapping so from, good. He's rapping from a, a perspective where it's like, I got to prove something. Yeah. That's two albums he gave us this year. Both mm-hmm. were good. But I definitely want to listen to Cutthroat Bill a little bit more before I give my whole yeah, yeah. reaction with it. Um, but you didn't... Going back, uh, you mentioned Kanye. Let's talk about him. Um Last time we talked about Kanye in the pod, he had that wife, uh, white life's matter shirt uh, yeah. that he wore, and now last week for Kanye was just not good. Shit um, hit the fan. He had his interview on Drink Champs. Yep, and not maybe the best place. I, I still think the last time he was on there and addressed a lot of things with Drake on there, and not only that, he he said some things about Big Sean on there. This. You know, it's a podcast where they're drinking a little bit, they're smoking a little bit, they're, you know, taking shots a little you're bit. You're on edge, you're on edge. Yeah, you're, you're having a good time on the pod, but yeah. the things that he said, there was some some things in there that were anti-Semitic, and because of that, Adidas cut ties with him, Balenciaga cut ties with him, uh, Gap cut ties. Gap with cut ties with him. Everybody cut ties with Kanye. Just every yeah. The every, world cut ties. Jaylen with Jalen Brown, Aaron Donald left Donda. Donda's on hold. Kids are not going to have their scholars. It's it is a mess. Everybody cut ties. Lost what? Two billion dollars. Yeah, a day. in a day. So give me your perspective. Here's what I'll say with going this. on with Kanye and his entire career. He has always said things that a lot of people don't like, right? Now, I think a lot of things that Kanye has said in the past, things can easily get taken out of context. In this case, with what he said and his anti-Semitic remarks, I definitely he I definitely agree he shouldn't have said what he said. Yeah. It felt like he was trying to call out that music industry uh artists when they drop and almost like the label controlling when they drop and also in terms of the streams and it's controlled by someone of 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 Jewish religion yes and not only did he go with that but he then kind of carried on from there saying that every corporate and big business and just people that kind of run the world. Yeah. Like we're talking some high, high end people, 1% like that have more money than you could possibly imagine are Jewish. Yeah. And he said this in a way that was pretty derogatory. His tweet was very derogatory. That also added. That. That, uh, I'm that, getting there. Yeah. When you wake if you up, want to add to that as well. When you, he said tomorrow when I wake up is DEFCON. On Jews, which is totally, yeah, totally, totally insane to say, 
in today's society. But I'm going to let you continue. So not only does he do that and then have his, 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 I would say feelings, I guess, because he was expressing his feelings. He was upset about this. That I think right there, he was out of line. You can't, you can't be saying this. Like if, if, if you have a problem with somebody specific, you need to say that person's name. I, I think then he would need to just be specific. Like if he, if he said it straight up to like, we just talked about a boogie. We appreciate the honesty. Yeah. Him just being like, nah, like I'm not doing this because this is that simple with the laughing emojis. I think if Kanye was more specific, cause it's a podcast where he just, you know, he's talking about people that were Valenciaga. Like he's talking about the biggest people in the, like in, maybe in the world. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like honestly. And he doesn't like, he's not filtered like saying this. He's just saying it. So I don't understand why he doesn't just, be more expressive in terms of I was on this project and this guy he has, he has said that. So then why can't we just go back to that? Because I think he's got to realize, like, I think it made him realize I can't say everything. You know, there's consequences. This is the first time that Kanye's actually said something that Adidas dropped and this, like, I guess like I'm trying to say is like, do you think that like, if you feel a certain way and you say something, knowing that it's going to hurt another person, do you say it? I want it. No. That's just me. What in 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 what context is like what life? Like if you have a problem or not even a problem, but if you feel a way about somebody, do you just say it to that person? But you know, if you say it, that's gonna piss that other person off or like really hurt them in a way emotionally or maybe not even emotionally, but like something that you know is just gonna piss them off. On a regular day, no, because I I'm I would like to see myself as a person that takes the high road, like. I avoid confrontation. I avoid yeah. all the extra shit because at the end of the day, I'm not going to lose sleep over it. Yeah. And I'm a person that like, you know, like to live stress-free. Yeah. But if that person keeps antagonizing me and keeps poking me, there's probably so much I can hold before I tell that person exactly how I feel. Yeah. I will give you like the courtesy, like, you know what? All right, it's not that big of a deal. And I'll let you slide again. And I'll let you slide again. But how many times can I let you slide before... You know, I hit a breaking point or not even a breaking point or just tell you exactly how I feel. Could have handled the, the situation that he's going through in a different way. Yeah. But I don't fault him for his viewings and his opinions. Because at the end of the day, we all have opinions. Yeah. We all have views and we all go through shit. You can't tell. I can't tell you how to feel about certain things that are happening in your life. Yeah. I can't tell you no. how to express yourself. No. I can't. So the shitty part about it is, yes, he did say something it's that like he wasn't you, supposed yeah. to say. He could have said it in a better way, but those are things that are actually happening to him. Yeah. And no, yeah, I I definitely think it's like one of those things where if he says how he feels, that's going to hurt a lot of people. And, you know, and yeah. that's just like, that's the kind of influence he has in this situation. But I just, I wish he would have rephrased some things differently because I think he is a, good good person i think he's a man of god but i just don't think that was that was the way to go i don't yeah you know i get you but know, it goes to show how much you can lose oh yeah like nothing expressing yourself like nothing and that's the thing that it's like let's talk about Kyrie, and Kyrie gets brought into this and you're probably saying like wait what if you haven't seen it like so Kyrie on his instagram posted something about uh this 
book that became a movie on Amazon. Yeah. And it had to do with Kyrie Irving's name in Hebrew, I believe. Yeah. And that's how he Googled it, and he just found this this movie, and he posted it uh, on his Instagram story, I believe. And the movie and the book both have phrases in there that are anti-Semitic. So after the last game for the Brooklyn Nets, I believe it was on Saturday evening, um, he was asked about it because a lot of people were like, you know, kind of calling him out for this. And there was about a seven-minute conversation with a reporter who just kind of kept asking him about it. And not only that, they also asked him about the Alex Jones kind of situation that he put on his Instagram story two weeks before that about an, a clip from Alex Jones in the 90s um, speaking about, it was something about some culture in the 90s. Both both examples that were kind of presented about like why is Kyrie doing this he said I am not supporting you know Alex Jones at all I'm I'm just putting a a clip of what he said before you the know his beliefs yeah, yeah before really what Alex Jones is today this was 30 years ago and then he also said back with what was posted which just kind of got him in this this controversy with the anti-semitic phrases that were used in this movie, he said, I looked up his name in Hebrew and that was something that came up and there was a lot of things that he learned from it. And I believe he said something along the lines, I don't want to misquote him here, but he said something along the lines like, this is history. Whether it was good or bad, it's history. And I'm learning about my history, about my name in Hebrew. And if you look at Kyrie Irving, he says, you know, I don't discriminate against a race or religion or anything like that. He's right. If you go on his Instagram, he is very, very knowledgeable in his religion, not only his religion, all kinds of religions. I feel like he's somebody that prides himself in knowing a lot of things. Um, but I think his answers to these questions that the reporter was, he was trying to allude to, I don't necessarily agree or promote those phrases. I'm just, putting it out there this is about what i was looking for my name yeah my thing Go ahead, is, I was like, what's your take on this my thing is like with the Kyrie situation is like he posted something is it giving a promotion probably probably not but you're, you you want to condemn him and crucify him for that no one's crucifying amazon yeah no one's calling up the the yeah. creators at Amazon and the board of heads up there, like, yo, yeah. why is this up here? This is anti-Semitic. It's only until a particular person promotes it or speaks on it, then it's blown up. This is a public documentary on a public platform. Yeah. Why isn't no one complaining to Amazon? Yeah. So Amazon just okay. I can just put it up and make whatever. money off of it. I can I can profit. He's not off making of it. anything off of this. He just. Put it on a story. And no one says anything. And we're going to go out there and make it hard on him? I'm sorry, but I'm I'm with Kyrie on this. I think, 100%. I think that he he explained it when asked because everybody just assumed it here. He didn't write anything with it. He just put the link like this is how you go, you know? Yeah. And I get how people could take that out of context, but until we ask him. See, this is where I still, I don't, I, this is where I just, being a communication major, there's like so much fucking miscommunication in the world. Why don't we ask him, hey, Kyrie, what the hell was that? He explains to you he's not being anti-Semitic. He's just learning about his name. And that, uh, unfortunately, came with the history of 
those phrases. You can't you can't erase history. Exactly. I get we don't you know I get that. So I get what Kyrie is saying there, but I think his message wasn't supposed to be anti-Semitic. No, it's not. And I think I think Kanye was he went too extreme, and I think he acted too emotional in this, and that's where the ties have been suffered. But I think to crucify him the way that everybody is right now and thinking that instead of crucify him go sit down and have a conversation with him yeah uh that's 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 where i'll leave this i'll leave it as look i think kanye is a good person i think that it's unfair to crucify him how as much as they have it really is sad but i think yes he did make a mistake he shouldn't have said that i think kyrie irving was right in what he said but could I if do I think that Kanye and Kyrie could have handled it both differently? Yes. If Kyrie Irving could have typed something like, wanted to see where my name, you know, my Hebrew name came from and watch the history. But no on one it. no one takes the time to watch the the documentary no, no. before they give their opinion. No. I myself am conscious of what I say or what I post every time. I don't know if that's the same for you, but like I just generally feel like you have to be very conscious, and I think if Kyrie and Kanye would have just took another step and be like, yo, I'm not going to say that because like that could be bad for business, even though I feel that way, I have to think about my responsibilities to also what my goals are, and unfortunately, like, you know, I, I think maybe that Kanye realized, like, oh, shit, I, I can't say that, you know, the world's a little True. different now, like, you know, no, I get and we do live in a fucked it. up society where it's yeah, you're right. Like something that's as simple as a lie could really ruin somebody's entire life. That Forever. Living. This shit is fucking crazy. But Forever. that's why I would say just and that's that's another thing I would like to tell people. Like, think about what you say. Yeah. And, and not just, only that, put yourself like you're no one's fucking perfect. Like we've all made mistakes. Yes. Some mistakes are worse than others. That is 100 percent true. But put yourself in someone's shoes. Like, would you want remorse? Would you want a second chance? Yeah, how do you think would you, you would be to someone feel- to give you an, an opportunity at a conversation to really express yourself in an orderly fashion? Like, take the time to do that. Like, don't just jump to conclusion or like, oh, cancel him or cancel. Because half the people that need to be canceled aren't canceled. Facts. All this toxic shit, all this extra shit, people love that shit. And it's just sad that this is the, the days that we live in where toxicity and evil just spreads faster than, you know, the good. And that's crazy to think that, like, in, in like, I think Tory Lane said it. At the end of one of his songs, he was just like, think about being in a position where a cancel culture and trying to cancel someone, right? And... He's like millions of people just fucking coming at you every minute of the day, every social media platform, just people ripping you, mm-hmm. every part of you. He's like, think about that. You got to go through that. And at the end of the day, people forget you're only human. Yeah, we're all human. bro. We're all human beings. I will give. How does it make it right that maybe that person fucked up? How does it make it right for us? Like. Go out of her way and make it worse. I say, like, like who the fuck am I <laughs> to condemn somebody? Like, the only thing that, like, I can... I, I'm always willing to have a conversation with somebody. Yeah. 
your enemy, your best friend, whoever. Like, I feel like with conversations, you move mountains. And this is why I love this podcasting shit, because you can sit here yeah. and have a, an argument yeah, respectfully, you know, 100%. two people, you know, give their perspective on things. Yeah. I may not agree with you. You may not agree with me, but it's a conversation. Exactly. Understand? And I feel like there's an understanding. People don't don't take the time to do that. Nope. There's no communication. It's just like me, 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 me. I'm going to say all this. Yeah. You're going to listen. It's like, no, it's like you have to. I'm going to listen and then I'm going to say my thing and then you understand me and I understand you. And if I don't agree with you, I'm going to respect you. I'm always, always willing to give someone a second chance. The only thing I don't. I won't ever give a second chance. It's just like harm. Like if you harm someone. Yeah, you going out of the way and yeah, doing like, something. Like physical harm or like you're just a bad person to people. Like I I, I, I don't have remorse for you. Yeah. But if you said something, got a DUI, got into a fight, you know, something. Yeah. Regular shit, bro. We're humans, bro. We're on this fucking planet for many fucking years. Guess yeah. what? You're going to make mistakes. Guess what? Sometimes you're going to say things yeah. that at the time... And we're not perfect. I'm sure people have said yeah. fucked up things in their life. Exactly. And if they might be thinking, yo, like... We're creatures of emotion. Yeah. So it's like, take the time and like, all right, give it a break. Give it a few hours, couple of days, whatever. They, and then back. go back to it. I feel like now it's just like... Life happens you, so fast. Yeah, too. you have like, five minutes. Moves. You have... People want to make the decision... Within five minute span, like no, it's not gonna happen. Yeah, like it's it's, it's as a, long it's as you crazy. don't kill nobody, rape anybody, <laughs> yeah, cause any bodily harm to anybody, or you're just a plain bully and you just you know verbally assault people and hurt people, then I'm always willing to give you a second chance. Like we can talk about it. We may not be the same. Things may not go back to the same, but you know what? We could be cordial. I think. People need to have more conversations and not just having conversation, but respect others' opinions. It's okay for that person to feel the way that they feel. It's okay for me to feel the way that I feel. I'm me. You're you. We may not agree, but don't sit here and say, no, what you're saying is invalid. Fuck off. I'm not going to listen to you. Let them speak their mind. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, that, that will help us grow to, 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 to come together for once and it's like I feel like the, as the years go on we're just like more and more divided there's a lot of good people in this world bro yeah come together yeah. want for you what you want for you, for others like I don't know I just feel like people just need to social be like, media social media fucked up a lot of shit bro yeah wow but we're but, here today bro yes we are um Jose any last thoughts of uh, episode number 22, I think? Uh, Long yeah. one. We got yeah. a lot of things off the chest. Yeah, a lot of things one. to talk about. We won't wait for this one. If I could just say one thing, is just like, yeah, before I close out, and then I'll give you the floor, is just take the time to think before you say. Take the, th- take the time to think before you make a decision. I think if if you give yourself time and not just jump to conclusion in any situation that you're in, I think 90% of the time you will make a better decision. So just think before you say and listen. Don't be selective with your listening. Listen to, to the people 
mm-hmm. that you're talking to or the people that you communicate in any situation at work, friendship, relationship, you know, anywhere. I think we need to listen more. Mm-hmm. I think we get yep. caught up into just, oh, let me express how I feel. Okay, you can express how you feel, but there's someone else that wants to express how they feel. Exactly. So make give give that give what you want in return. Give that to others. Don't don't just jump into conclusion, guys. And yeah, take your time to do independent research. A lot of the shit that we see on social media platforms, most of it is is made up and it's not true. So do your independent research, and don't be so quick to just judge and condemn people. Yeah, that's what I would say. Like, conversation move mountains. Yep. Couldn't say it any better myself, honestly. I think just in the world that we live in today and everybody's going through something. In yes, life. I'm glad you said that. Everybody, see what you just said right yep. there? That is so important. Yep. Everyone doesn't wake up the same. Nope. You don't know what You may be having the best day ever and somebody's having the worst day. That doesn't yeah. mean that. At the same moment. Yep. And that's just life. And if it's the opposite, you know, just. It happened, whatever that is, and, you know, just keep keep it moving and just try to, just you know, treat people a- treat people how you would want to be treated. Exactly. I know that's so cliche, and it's such a young age that people say that, but, but as, it's as, so true, you know? As the older we get, it's like the more we realize the simple quotes that we were growing up on yeah. really make sense. It's yeah. like, just take the time. And then I think as as well, in life, to everybody, you can't have everything. You can't. I'll be completely honest. Like, I've started to realize, and more and more things I see is like we've talked about a lot of stars on this 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 podcast, especially this episode. You know, ten years ago, fifteen years ago, these people looked like they were no wrong. You know, Tom Brady, yeah, Kanye West, LeBron James. Did we think at two thousand and like, I don't know. 2007, 2010, 12 years, 10, 15 years ago that this was going to be happening? No. No. Life evolves, life changes, and just Every because day. it looks like you have everything the way you want it, things could switch. It could be taken from you at, at a heartbeat. Exactly. Blink of an eye, all that shit could be gone. So that's where it comes down to like just... Enjoy, have, yeah. yeah just enjoy the ups and downs of life, and it's just, it's enjoy just the ups, enjoying the downs, and don't take don't take anything for granted. Don't take yeah. your family, your friends, and your time for granted. We're only on this world for a certain amount of time. Exactly. Live your life and let love it, let others live their life. Never know until we're not yeah. we're not all gonna be on the same page. We're not all gonna have the same views. But guess what? Let them be them, and you be you. Yep. And don't lose sleep over it. That's just. How I get through life, like, I don't stress anybody. Like, if those are the decisions you want to make, by all means, that's what's best for you. That's what's best for you. Yep. I'm not going to tell you how to live your life. I'm going to just live mine. If I could give you advice, absolutely I would. If you can give me advice, I will gladly take it. Yeah. As the the older you get, the more advice you have to receive. (laughs) It's amazing. That's how you become wiser, and that's how you learn. You learn from others' mistakes, and you learn from yours. So just soak it all in and just... You know, make the right decision for yourself and think about others before, you know, you make these decisions. Because at the end of the day, yes, you do want to make the best decision for you, but what you do affects everyone around you. Yeah. In any way. So, with that being said, it's up and it's stuck. Well said. Episode 22. 
We rolling out. God bless. Have a good one. We'll be back for 23 Jordan year. And take us out, Mikey. 22. Episode 22 is done. Jose, well said there at the end. Everybody stay safe out there. And uh, just keep enjoying life, honestly. As we started it, life. It's all we need. Life is all we need.